Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Your Money Hour podcast. I am your host, Cody Grady. And today, I have a guest. It is Lakeithia Anderson. She's with the Nashville Community Education, or NCE for short, in Nashville, Tennessee. And I wanted to bring her on board today to talk about the program and what she does at NCE. Welcome, Lakeithia. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be on the show today. Yes, thank you for this up in the invitation. So tell us about what you do, who you are, and about Nashville Community Education. Yeah, so um, again, my name is Lakitia Anderson, and I am the Community Engagement Coordinator for um, Nashville Community Education, which basically means I do everything online. <laughs> I do the press, I do the marketing, social media, um, the blogs, and yeah, anything marketing and communications with um, National Community Education. So we are an educational program for adults here in Nashville. Uh, we offer um, personal and professional enrichment classes. So we have finance classes, we have legal classes, language classes, art classes, wellness, life classes. I always feel like I forget something, but we have so many classes um, here that we offer in Nashville. Awesome. Yeah, actually, I was a part of Nashville Education, Nashville Community Education, or NCE, for about three years on a part time basis, our personal finance class. So that's how I got introduced to NCE. But tell me, how long have you been with NCE? It's Rose. Sorry, it's Rose. Are you there? Yes. How long have you been with the NCE? So I, ooh, so I am, I've been with NCE as an employee for three years, but I actually also started as an instructor. So I started back in like, oh, I can't even remember, it was like 2016 or 2017, uh, I think 17. I taught social media classes, website design classes, journaling classes. So that's how I started and learned more about the program. And then I started working with them uh, three, three years ago. All right, I think I started in 2016 for about three years, so about the same time then. About the same time, yeah. It's it's always such a great um, program. Like, if you don't mind me asking, how did you hear about the program? I think I was doing research online about something in terms of speaking, possibly, and I found out about it online. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So... Is Mary Beth still the director of the program? Yes, our director, um, Mary Beth Hardy, she has been with the program for five years and she's done such a great job with um, growing, you know, the the department, you know, when she got it, it was smaller and um, we've had, we've been transitioning throughout the years from National Community Education, but she's done such a great job with just building out the program and, you know, just paying attention to like, it's not just about like putting any classes together. Like we really pay attention to like what is the needs here in the national community and what are how can we address those needs educationally. So she's done a great job with that. So do people request classes or do you all get feedback? How do you all schedule classes and yeah. let, 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 let the community know about it? So pretty much both. So we have people suggest classes all the time. And if it's a class that we know you know, we'll do great. And this is something that's really important here. 
um, in the community, then yes, we will, you know, we'll offer the class, but we also have to find an instructor <laughs> to teach that particular class. Um, a lot of our instructors also come with the classes they want to teach, which is the greatest thing um, that I love is all of our instructors are volunteers from the community. They have a skill, they have the knowledge, and they have the passion to share with the community. So they already come, but we have some that, you know, people will suggest, you know, like our language classes, you know, people were asking for those, you know, Spanish classes, Kurdish classes for when they teach in the schools, they want to be able to talk with the parents. So we had to go out and, you know, connect with, you know, um, MNPS and, you know, get that rolling, find instructors for it. So it works, you know, it works both ways. We get all kinds of requests. <laughs> oh, MNPS means? Uh, sorry, it's Metro, Metro Public Schools. Metro Public, out of Metro Public Schools. <laughs> I got it. I got it. <laughs> All right. So, what has been some of the challenges that NCES faced recently? Yeah. So, as many people know, um, we were facing elimination a part of the mayor's um, FY21 budget. So, that was really hard, you know, to deal with because we love bringing these classes to the community. So, as of right now, we are still up and running, but we are small. We've gone from a team of four to a team of three. So it's a lot of work, <laughs> but you know, um, everyone's just really, you know, putting in the work to make sure we can, you know, provide the classes. This time or for this fall, we have a lot less classes than we typically have had over the last three years, um, but we still have 115 classes. Um, so just a smaller budget, smaller team, but then also, COVID. <laughs> so mo all of our classes was always in person. So we've had to take, starting from March to now, we've had to take so many classes online and just having to adjust, you know, we, our classes are always felt like it was an escape for people, especially like there's ones that's the educational ones, right? You want to come, you want to get the educational knowledge. Then we had those fun classes, that pottery, the ceramics, you know, the sewing where people was like, I've always wanted to do this. This is something for me to do after work. It's fun. Um, and those is changing now because of COVID. So everything's moving online and just having to adjust to like, what can move online? You know, what cannot move online? You know, um, realizing that there are certain classes that we may lose, you know, right now. Um, and then also getting our students used to being online. Most of them like, I want to go in. And we're like, we can't. <laughs> all right, all right. So how have you all, or what are some steps you are taking to move forward? I think I saw online that you all are trying to raise money or get a grant, is that correct? Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, yes, well, it's uh, so a little bit. So we're, we're taking different steps to kind of see what we can do with the department. One of the things is that we don't want to lose this department. Uh, we know city council doesn't want to lose this department, but um, at the same time, we need the funding. Um, so we're just kind of working with our commission board. That's been really great. And just look at the, you know, the revenue, the avenues that we can go to, um, to make sure a program like this stands around because you know, with a program like this through the city, one of the things is that like, once it's gone, if it's eliminated, it's gone. There's no coming back. Really? So the goal is to make sure it is some way it keeps floating. So we'll, you know, we'll see, we're just asking people to, you know, just help. Um, one of the biggest ways is to take a class, you know, just take a class, you know, we've had to take our funding up just a little bit, um, but still keep that affordableness that we've always prided ourselves on. 
So talk about the pricing. If someone wants to sign up, what are some of the price ranges for taking a class, say guitar or fencing? I mean, they have a variety of classes there, but this is on <laughs> average. What are the prices for taking yeah, a class? We, we have a variety of classes. Our classes range from $25 to $150. Um, so it, it just really depends on the class. So like beginning guitar is one of our most popular and we're in Music City. So I always like that's of course, right? So that class um, is $65. The fencing class, uh, let's see, I believe. Let's make sure I'm right because I have my book with me <laughs> in front of me here. But our fencing is $50. But then you go to like, we have a couple series, which are some of my favorites, which is like the sustainability webinar series is $50, but you get six classes. Um, we have our something new. We're doing like a 3D pre, um, 3D printing class with Make Nashville. So you will get to learn how to, you know, use their big nice equipment and make your 3D printing. Those are 150. Those are our most extensive classes. Um, but we don't have a lot of, you know, type classes. Most of our classes range in the 25 to 65 dollar range. Honestly, like I'm from Greenville, South Carolina, which is where I'm in now. I don't think that Greenville has any kind of program similar to the CE. So this would be a great program for any city for people who want to learn new skills at low cost. Yes, I, you know, um, we went to this conference once, it was called Learn Conference and I was learning different, um, different states have their own style of community education. Also, I was learning that some states have it where it's with the community or with a college, but it's like, they have their own little form, but then there's so many states that does not. And I think um, that's what's so great about it is that community education is so different because you can come and get, you know, your educational stuff, but you don't have to pay the amount of like a tuition, you know? So like, it even um, some of our most popular classes right now is our classes with the um, small business um, office in, you know, the small business office, they come in, they teach you about like how to, you know, get grants, you know, with the city, you know, how to get, you know, contracts with the city if you're a small business, you know, the set aside that they have for people, you know, businesses that may be like disability or, you know, people of color or woman owned businesses. And this is stuff that you wouldn't learn um, anywhere, anywhere else. Or, you know, your writing classes. We have a couple creative writing classes that people get to use. And I've seen people, you know, write their books. I've seen, I've seen people come in here and learn so many things and start a business. Um, and that without, you know, $40,000 in debt, <laughs> which I think is so great. Awesome. So, if someone wanted, wanted to become an instructor, tell me a lot about the process. If someone interested in teaching class there. Yeah, so you will go to our website, which is nashville.gov slash CE. And we have a tab that's called Teach, which breaks down like, um, you know, the, the subjects that we have that you will teach. And you will actually submit a proposal. You'll submit a proposal and you will submit your resume. And um, also like your outline. And that's something people ask all the time. They're like, my outline basically is that you're submitting a particular class, right? So we, when you submit a proposal with us, you're not submitting to just be a teacher and us find your class to teach. You actually are submitting a proposal for a class that you want to teach. Um, and I tell people just do a general overview of an outline, like how is your class flow? You know, what are you going to be teaching me? And what materials do they need? What's the breakdown? You know, for each, you know, if you're going to be doing a, 
a multiple class. You know, you may have a class in four weeks. What are they gonna be doing within the four weeks? What are they gonna be learning? So that's the question I get all the time. But yeah, so you submit that, that comes directly to our email and then you will get in um, confirmation and email back from our team. And then our executive director would sit down with you, go over your application, go over your references um, and your resume, and just see if it's a good fit for our program and um, just give you information about like when the class will start. Cool. And although people are volunteers, they also get paid. Can you talk about that some as well? Yeah, so um, although they're volunteers, they do get paid. Um, far as like what the pay structure is, it just depends on um, the length of the class. It depends on, you know, the amount of the class, but um, typically um, the instructor would get us um, a small pay and then the program will also get a small bit of that to go back into the program. All right. So in terms of keeping the program going, have you all thought about maybe taking it private? Maybe the director become the honorary. I did. I'm thinking about that because yeah, what goes away, um, for example, like what's your plan B? What's your plan B for this program? <laughs> Our plan B right now, um, we would love to maybe do it as a 501c3. Um, but as a 501c3 does come with a lot of work of getting that together and it comes with a lot of time and commitment. Um, with a team of three. <laughs> that's already running a program um, that already has its hurdles, you know, um, far as that. But we would love to be able to, um, in some way, stay a part of the government in some way, in a small way, but then also have the 501c3. And then that way we can keep the program going. We can also be applying for grants and getting opportunities, getting donations, because as a city, like as a government um, department, we can't really just accept funds. So it'll be really important for us to be able to be a CO, uh, like a 501c3 or, or like a standalone type agency or community ad. So you basically all get funding from the government, federal yes. government, and it funnels down to the state government to you all. Yes. So that's pretty much, and at a time like this, you know, you have COVID, you have a lot of states, not, not just national, you have a lot of states going through hard times, you know, they're always trying to find what can go first um and as we've seen education is always on the chopping block so yes <laughs> education is important i mean that's a part of a nation to grow strong healthy and to have a quality of life that is not as far not below far far and above far Please. Yeah, I, that's something I never understand is how education is always on the chopping block, not even just for us, but even with schools. Every time you see something going on, the first budget they have in schools, could you know, you think about when you hear people say that the next generation, you know, the kids are the next generation. It's like we want them to have every tool that they can. And it's important. And um, even like my little sister, I remember one year she coming home and we were trying to help her with her homework. She had a lot of papers. And I was like, where's the book? And she was like, oh, we can't take our books home because they don't have enough books. So they share books. And I was like, what? And that's that's the type of things that you don't people don't think about when they when they see the cutting that public schools have. They don't think about kids not being able to take books home and you know, not getting the lessons that they need to 
really drive the next <laughs> what's going to happen in the next few years for us. I think something that's important in terms of school is parents being involved in their children's lives, teaching them at home when they're not at school. Say if they're out of school for for summertime, continue to let them read and be involved in activities, physical, intellectual, emotional activities, so they can learn and grow. And I read a book talked about how basically like privileged kids, I just never use the word privileged kids, but their parents teaching them year round. But low income families aren't the same. They their kids out of, once they out of school, they don't pick up a book until they go back to school, which is not good, not healthy. Yeah, I think um one of the things that I used to say, like I love, like I always use the term if you go to our post, I always use the term lifelong learning. And I feel like lifelong learning and education is an important, especially in lower income, like those marginal areas. And I think one thing that we like it doesn't take into account is that those parents have so much stress that when their kids are out out of school, they're just like, Whew, I ain't gotta worry about it. But not understand they're also not understanding that their kids should still be reading, should should still be studying, should still be practicing because it takes a kid a while to get back <laughs> accumulated when they go back to school, but there's so many other things that they deal with. And but one of the things that I'm always been interested in and one of the things I love about this program is that I feel like there is something about a parent that continues to dive into their own education and how inspiring it is for them and their kids. And it's like, it can be as simple as taking a small class, like an adult taking a small class and that teaches your kid, you know, like, oh, education is important. I should always be learning. I should always be growing. And I'm always trying to figure out that correlation because I feel like there's a correlation of it. Or even um, we had a, a, a lady right before classes for COVID hit, a lady came in and she's getting her PhD. And she was like, yeah, I'm gonna take you guys classes because it gets me back in the field of being in the classroom and preparing me for like, I gotta study, I gotta read, I gotta do this. And I think that's so important. And like, I'm always like, if I can get the parents in the classroom, then hopefully the parents can encourage their kids, you know, keep learning. Even as I tell people all the time, I meet them like, hey, you got a, a senior that's graduating when they're 18? Send them to us, you know, because there's always something that they could be learning. Even before college, you know, there are even in between college courses and stuff like that, because I think it's so important that when the parents dive into their own education, um, they inspire their kids to continue to learn as well. That's true. I think when people, when people's children see them reading, the child more likely to read too. Yeah. Yes. So is the program mostly for adults? Yeah, so the program is mostly for adults. Um, we have a few classes like fencing, um, it's open to kids. Um, and every once in a while, we'll have different classes that are open. Like right now, we've been a little bit more lenient with that. We know that like our art classes, we know that parents are like, I need something to do with my kids that's hands on. And our art classes, I've been telling parents like, hey, get these art classes, get your kids outside, let them be hands on, let them play with colors, let them do some fun activities. Our cooking classes, um, our baking classes, um, you know, because you're home, you want to be taking it in Zoom and it's like, there's a class I'm excited to take and I was thinking about like having my little sister come with me and just, you know, like, hey, because one, on one part of the class, we cook together. So you're on Zoom, you're in a community setting, you're cooking, it's like, hey, grab your kid, <laughs> you know, if you can. But there are certain classes, you know, um, we always tell parents, ask 
because it's always asked. We have uh, parents that are asked, like, are we had comic book making class, and there was a parent who was like, my 16 year old really wants to take this class, please. And we were like, yes, like we, we always go to the instructor first. And um, and then if the instructor says yes, then we'll let the we'll let the kid in with the instructor and parent permission. Um, and this kid was so talented. I'm, I was excited that the kid got in because their work was amazing. <laughs> wow! All right. So I'll wrap up here. One last question. Yeah. Has been the best class that you've taken as at NCE? that I've taken. Um, ooh, I've taken some good classes. I will say it had to be from Steed, from, hold on, hold on, sorry. <laughs> from Steed to Table Gardening. Um, I love the breakdown because it wasn't just, it wasn't just about gardening, it was just about how to use different things in your home. It was, you know, that I was into that like healthiness. Um, we got to create a couple things in there. And I love, I love learning about like nature and gardening and stuff. So that's like, that was one of my favorite classes. I'm, oh, all right. Oh, or master meal planning. I'm sorry, master meal planning. I forgot, I love that class. Um, I like to cook, but I'm also lazy. So she taught us. <laughs> she taught us how to like grocery shop and be like, okay, I'm gonna start with the rice. I'm gonna cook the rice, and then throughout the week, I can make different meals with the rice. And I'm like, oh, that's type. That's my type of meal planning. Like people like literally make the same meal seven days a week, and I'm like, I can't do that. <laughs> okay. So tell us how people can get in contact with ZE, Netflix Communication. Uh, how to get the on the newsletter, how to sign up for the classes, how to get the actual the, the book that you have in your hand. Yes. So um, most of our things, all of our stuff is going to be on our website, which is nashville.gov backslash ZE. Um, there you can sign up. If you go to mailing list, you'll be able to sign up to our, our mailing list and be able to get our catalog. And also, if you're listening and you're not in Nashville, our virtual classes, you can also take it. You do not have to be in Nashville to take our virtual classes at all. Um, and then, you know, um, if you want to teach, we have a tab on there that breaks down about teaching. If you want to join our newsletter, um, there's a link on there as well. We also have gift certificates. So if you want to give a loved one or a friend who may be bored, um, you know, get them a gift certificate. I know like I've been taking a lot of online classes and I've been loving them. So, um, and then also you can um, join us on our social media on uh, Instagram at Nashville Community Education. That's where we are most active at. Um, and you can keep up there with like new classes, any classes that's been added. Um, and if you join our email list, you'll also get that information as well. Awesome. So ladies and gentlemen, if you're interested in learning something new, whether you're in Nashville, Tennessee or not, sign up for the Nashville Community Education classes. They're reasonable price. And I'm sure you can find anything that you want to learn and have fun. Again, Lakeithia, thank you for your time and I appreciate you being on the show. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. <laughs>